my husband's whole thing about health is, is that we're just a bunch of interconnected tubes. And the whole point of life is just to keep those tubes clean. <laughs> yes. Clean them out. And if the, the better you can keep those tubes that are running in through and f- from you, the inner state of you, the healthier you will be, the better you will be. Yeah, we're back. We're back with some great advice. Does your husband, it, does he do things to keep those two? Hell no. <laughs> but do we take that advice? Hell no. <laughs> my name is Nancy Hauer, and this is my number one, a show where I ask my friends what their number one healing experience is, and then I go try it. You know, he's like, I don't need to talk about it. I know what this is. <laughs> Just your tubes. Yeah, today, that's what we're going to talk about. Just the tubes. The overlay of spirituality, he just doesn't have any interest in that. Yeah. I do. Always have. So do I. If you give me the choice between an hour-long meditation and hiking up a mountain, I'm going to choose number one every time. I do not work out every day. I'm trying to. Okay. But I'm not a workout person. Fair. I'm not a dancer. It's okay. So when I came in, I was like, what is this going to be? (laughs) Yes, what is this going to be? My name is Nancy Hauer, and this is my number one. I'm here with Dina Platias, who is a close friend of mine. Hi, Dina. Oh, hi, Nance. And she's also, amongst other things, a Pilates instructor. So she's in the health world. You might also know her from the Adam Sandler film... Billy Madison. Yeah, Billy Madison, mm-hmm. in which she played Miss Lippy. That's right. I'll never let you get lost again, cried the little boy, who was so happy that he gave Happy a kiss on his wet little puppy nose. The end. Now, Miss Lippy, mm-hmm. um, I've been going around to all my friends and asking them if you could have one healing experience that changed your life, what would you choose? Okay. Um, I would say it was this exercise class. It had um, kind of a ballet bar, but it was metal, and you pull off of it, and you kind of tractioned your spine. Ugh, I know what you're thinking. A workout class? This is not a healing modality, right? Back up for a second. What do they call it? The exercise class is called GST. Why am I doing this? Um, I don't know. The topic of working out has always interested me in in the self-help world because I've always felt that eating right and working out are two of the sort of pillars of being healthy in general. It's almost like you got to tackle those two first. And you think you met your husband by doing GST? I opened up parts, you know, my shoulders and my hips and all that kind of stuff. And I aligned my body. And I think that sometimes if your body's not totally aligned and there's like kind of glitchy, clicky, bumpy things going on, you're, you're not fully open to opportunity. Like thing, you, you can't walk forward in life clearly because you're like overcompensating and you're doing a limp or you're doing this. And it, all of that's fine. But I just felt like at that time I was clearer in my body. And that makes total sense to me, working from the outside in. 
And we all have that friend who seems to have it totally dialed in. For my friend Kirk Ward, it's his writing partner. Like my writing partner, Greg, is a juice at no coffee, you know, nine hours of sleep, stretches the night before. He runs the the mountain wherever everyone in Hollywood like, I'm gonna run the mountain. I don't even know where I live in Pasadena. I don't even know where this mountain is Hollywood. And they get up and, and, and yet I do notice with him he deals with stress better. He's like he gets excited about things that I'm like, I don't get like he's like, oh man, I'm so grateful for these these amazing shoes. Albert wash them. Like this happened okay, one of my friends, he did he, I used to teach him. He did a stretch, like a, like an open V stretch, and he said, "Oh wow, oh God, I feel wow, I feel kind of weird." Like he was kind of freaking out. And I said, "Oh okay, well if that hurts too much, just you know, don't do it anymore." And he's like, "Oh," and he was he, it was like something happened to him. And he was like, "Ah," oh. and the next time he took from me, yeah, he told me he was gay. But he came out like he came out to everyone. I swear you to think God. it's because I think it's because he did the open splits. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Open splits can make you gay. I guess it's the opposite of conversion therapy. Well, it's interesting. Uh, you've been doing Pilates for a long time, mm-hmm. and I would have said you were in perfect alignment. But something about GST you feel was even bigger than Pilates in that it, it kind yeah. of. I felt powerful. I felt completely, deeply strong. Is it growth stimulus training? No. Okay. Now, the reason you don't hear a really good description of what this is, is because Dina couldn't really describe it. It's somatomorphic technique. G, I can't remember what the G stands for. It's maybe gyro something, somatomorphic technique. And I really tried to get just a simple description of what in the world I'd be doing. Just a a quiet alignment. There's strength too, but I just felt like it was athletic. And then I finally just gave up and uh, got on the website and started to look at that. Um, And they look like straps. Yeah. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. So is it kind of like those straps that people buy and they put in their, they put them on their... Um, yeah, it's a little bit like that. Well, Dina, since this is your number one, mm-hmm. I'm going to try it. Good. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about okay. it. I signed up through ClassPass and I went on in. Okay. Tell me your name. Nancy. Nancy, I'm going to get you. Thank you. And just as I was setting up, uh, I got into a little conversation with a guy that happened to be there. And he told me the most extraordinary story. So um, I was a gymnast dancer all my whole life. I worked in all the big shows in Vegas all around the world. Oh, wow. Uh, so I, my body was what I used. And then, and then I had a massive poisoning like anthrax. He was poisoned by something. He thinks it might be anthrax. Oh, and it was anthrax? It was the same, same makeup as anthrax. Well, is I, it, you dropped it. You did know, you ever figure you, out you why? You dropped it. You got it? It's never been figured never out. Never figured out. Only the thing that happened, I went and uh, I marched down Sunset against George Bush for Iraq war. Yes. And while I was marching, I started to get sick. Oh, my God. So I don't God. know if something was sprayed in the air or I ate an ice cream. I remember I ate ice cream. I love a good mystery. I could have talked to him about this all day. Anything to put off working out, actually. But once, once I went back, to, I had to fly back to Australia. I lost everything. Oh my I lost, God! I lost my whole life. 
and he couldn't move. He was literally in a wheelchair for years. And standing right in front of me, he looks great. My God. So all the poison went into my right knee and ate it completely away. It's, oh. I'm an enigma. And he traveled back to Australia where he grew up and did surgeries there. And he went to India and tried everything he could think of to try to heal his body. 10 hour operation here, unsuccessful. And then they put pins and needles in my knee. And then I noticed his knee for the first time and he pulled his sweatpants up and I could see that it was misshapen. They even put a, a, a pin through my patella, straight through what they should never have done. Wow. Which made, forced the patella to stay in its own place. Uh-huh. would never move again. It oh became a piece of cement. So why am I telling you this story? Because GST is the thing that got him out of the wheelchair. Um, but eventually I, I opened a magazine and saw Anna. That's Anna Ray, who's the originator of GST body. So she started to figure out with the leg that I had, they figured out things for me different during class. Mm. I started to figure it out. So the knee started to move more. And then I, all of a sudden I started getting bent. And then two weeks ago, which was a miracle after th about three years, the patella went down and hit his position. Now, in case you think he was planted there for some reason to tell me this story, I just showed up one day. They didn't even know who I was. So just getting into this conversation with this guy was completely accidental. And um, he really believes that doing this class has completely realigned his body and given him enough flexibility to actually completely bend over and bend his knee, of which he could not do before. How long was it here before you started, you could do that? Oh, three years. Three, yeah. It was painful. How often do you do it? Twice a week, always, I never miss. So I was totally pumped. Here's a guy who was in a wheelchair and now he can walk. I mean, he looked amazing. What could she do for me? Just leaving GST, that was a total game changer. Okay, let me try to describe what this thing is, and I understand why Dina had so much trouble. There are these bungee cords that are attached to the roof. There is a bar that looks like a bar class, and there are all kinds of sort of, I don't know, like yoga type props. Some of it looks a little like a TRX kind of thing, but if TRX had like bungee cords and things. I was getting stretches that I've never gotten in my life, but weirdly with no effort. I was breathing so deeply that by the end of it, it almost felt like I had gotten a massage. Like I walked out, I felt taller. I was, I loved it. That's amazing. Like I loved it so much that I was like, if I lived up here, and those are the key three words mm -hmm. for if I lived up here. Five, Five words. <laughs> I would go to this class every day and I would be a different human being. Right. I really wanted to meet the person who had designed this system. What, you're, you were a dancer. I was, but I like to always make a distinction that people will ask, oh, you made this up because you were a dancer. And I say to them, actually, I got to have a dance career because I discovered this. This is Anna Ray, the inventor of GST Body. I'm more of a Balanchine dancer at uh, my age now than I was when I first started discovering this stuff. But yeah, I would say, yes, I'm a dancer. And it was because of what I 
was able to do with GST that helped me do that. My first question was, why did she feel the need to even design such a system? My journey happened to be um, that I am a, a survivor of sexual abuse, childhood sexual abuse, which was a part of my story that I think definitely damaged my tissues, um, that created and, and, and complicated issues that were already genetically predisposed. Mm -hmm. um, after 20 years, I'm still somewhat baffled and not totally sure of what was wrong and what was the condition. Was some of it um, physiological, like a hardening of uh, and calcification of fascia, or was it the trauma that torqued me? And was it the poor training? I was a Pilates teacher for many years uh -huh. on top of dance. And I had to like kind of um, deconstruct uh, a lot of the things that I was taught, like principles that were really damaging to tissue. And she felt like a lot of the things that she was doing, like dancing and Pilates, was actually working against her body. I don't think that the severe pain that I ended up like motivating me and, and, and spawning this kind of creation or discovery came until after I had done a lot of deep therapy about the things that were traumatizing to my soul yeah. that all of a sudden the body kind of went, okay, since she's dealing with this, let's give you what, let, let me really give it to you. And of course she had to deal with a few of the mental things before she could deal with the physical. Um, and there was all this like litany of things where I like couldn't breathe and I couldn't sleep, then I had digestive issues, then I was, and something was going on where I would go to body professionals and none of their tests really tested what I could feel like on the inside. Right. Um, but I, it, it spawned this, this pain, this like feeling of complete capture in my body. Yeah. Um, spawned this like, well, what if I did this? And what if I did this? And I tried to ask a lot of people and mentors and teachers and um, nobody really knew. She can pinpoint the very moment when it all became clear. I was dating a guy at the time. He came to visit me and his plane had been canceled and, uh, or had been um, late. And so we had just a minute. I said, would you do me a favor and just push on my chest? I feel like I cannot breathe. Wow. And so we put my tra tailgate down in my truck and he literally just was jabbing into my chest and pushing and it felt painfully good. The alchemy of pain turning into pleasure. I keep hearing it over and over again. And we ran to get to his gate, he made his flight, and on the way back, I'm like running, and I'm like <sighs> I could like literally breathe. And inside I was like, that is so weird because if, and I've experienced this feeling many times in the last 20 years, like if my tissue is in a certain state, I don't even yeah. know what to call it, condition, yeah. it feels like I'm a marathon runner and I've trained my entire life to run marathons. Wow. But if my tissue is in a different state, I am like a 10 pack a day smoker. That's exactly how I felt when I walked out of that, when I did your first class. I was like, I can breathe. Yeah. I can breathe. And that's when she started to experiment. I had purchased a piece of Pilates equipment called the Reformer. Yeah. I was living in a tiny studio apartment in San Francisco, and I just literally, the first light bulb that went on was, how can I do for myself what yeah. this guy did to me? Like, yeah. How do I do that? And similar to every healer I've spoken to along the way, her life stopped in that moment, and she had to deal with the problem. F the exercises. Yeah. I just have to like push into things. And so I started like finding ways to literally pin and and like trap myself Alone? at different angles. Yeah. And I would get up and I'd be like, 
okay, oh, I can actually side bend better or I can look to the left a little bit better. And in this process, I'd like push on one thing and I'd get a shooting pain over somewhere else. And I'm like, that's weird because I definitely know that this muscle isn't attached to this muscle. So what is it that makes me feel it here and here? And that is the moment where she began her obsession with fascia. What is fascia? Fascia is a substance. Yeah. Um, I liken it to kind of like a material, like the way we'd see fabric for clothing. And you can have linen and you can have silk and you can have all these different fibers. And it's made up of a combination of various percentages of elastin and collagen. Yeah. And um, there's different types of fascia inside the body that serve different functions. So you have fascia that lays out in long strips that becomes our muscular skeletal like movers. We have visceral fascia, which is like the uh, tissue of the organs, which has its own type of mobility and um, we call it motility. So if I sliced you in half, mm -hmm. there is no empty space inside of you, literally. Like there is nothing that's empty. So what is the space between the organs and your bone? What is the what's what's filling you? What is the filling? So fascia is also the filling. And fascia's got this kind of weird um, spiritual element to it as well. And they said, well, you know, in rigor mortis happens, 30% of your body's mass disappears. Yeah. And in my frou-frou brain, so I'm serious about all the healing methods, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wonder if that's the fascial weight where there's connective tissue that's only present while you're animated wow. as a living being. This is the fascination of fascia. Like, it's fascinating. <laughs> Sorry, punny. We're going to make up We're, a t-shirt. Totally fascinating. GST. Actually, fascinating. <laughs> totally. <laughs> And she started to go to all kinds of conventions and learn all the medical terminology and really use the science to help her. And that's how I knew I was on the right journey because my freedom enhanced, like immediately. Yeah. When I did this, I would get sorer. I would get more kind of septic feeling. Yeah. But it was a breathing, living, moving pain, not this static, depressive, toxic pain. Right. That is such a great description of the kind of pain I feel when I go to any kind of a class generally and work out a kind of toxic pain where I'm like I hold my breath I'm like when is this gonna be over and for the first time when I was working out there I didn't feel that I was getting a stretch like with those bungee cords and I think part of it was I didn't have a fear that I was going to fall over mm. and there was just something about being hooked up to this thing that I just didn't feel the fear of it. That's so great. Which is weird. That's so great. I think that it is. It's a comforting feeling to be able to move your body yeah. in ways that are not totally accessible to you at the moment yeah. but are restorative in and of themselves. And why aren't there thousands of these things across the nation? Let's say because um, there's a lot of people who are going to listen to this and they're going to say, okay, this is great. What, how do I do this? There's one place in, how many, how many classes do you do? In our tiny little studio in the middle of Hollywood. Yeah. 16 classes. 16 classes a week. I am selfishly wanting her to open up a place right near me in Venice. Yes, there's just a tiny little studio, but I don't want you to be dependent upon me. It would be really helpful if you could come in and I will blow your mind with touching you and you'll feel it and it'll be amazing and you'll be elated and you take our classes and it feels really like a massage. Yeah. The workout that feels like a massage, but we do have online library of classes. Mm -hmm. They're videotaped in our, you know, live 
they're not super pretty, but they're super effective. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't, you know, um, it's not set up like a performance. Yeah. Um, and I encourage people to just like get on and start um, with the basic exercises of like experiencing traction. And she has a book coming out very soon, so you can stay tuned for that. And I'm definitely going to try to make an effort to come out there on weekends and see if I can't just do at least one class a week. And I this is why I started this podcast about healing. I think there's part of me that thinks someone's going to wave a magic wand mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will just be like um, a superhuman. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I know people that wave wands. So if you need that, <laughs> who are they? That wasn't my number one. Can though. I get that? Can I yeah, get that I'll, number I'll one? I'll give you the number. Later. Why wouldn't that be your number? You know me. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't my number one. All right, I All like right. to work harder than. I like that you understand the that. magic. And as always, I went to my friends and asked them what they like to do. What gets them moving? I used to exercise every day. Walk, run the hills. I have a heavy bag. And then um, there was like a three and a half, four year period where I did nothing. But I, you know, when I would put on like the Fitbit thing, I'm like, I walked like 19 miles today in my house from <laughs> from chasing my children around. But it's really hard for me. <laughs> and some of the best advice I got was from nine-year-old Hudson Lear and 11-year-old Jules Lear, my writing partner, John Lear's children. When did you start doing parkour? Uh, two years ago. What is parkour? Um, it's a, it's a sport, I guess. Oh, well, I do ballet, and then I like to do, like, flips with Hudson. And, um, uh, I don't see it as working out just because I'm doing something that I want to do. I don't know, you have to do something that will help you lose weight that you love instead of working out. I asked them how much time in the day they spent moving around and doing activities. Like, uh... Three, four hours? Yeah. Just because we have, or like three hours, I'd say, because we have recess and then we also have our after school activities. I would say, like, on a weekend, like three or four hours. Imagine if we adults spent that much time moving and doing things and just trying to figure out things you can do with your body. My teacher asked me what I want to be when I'm older, and um, I said happy, and he said, I don't understand the question, and I said, you don't understand life. Wow. I kind of feel like I just need to drop everything and go to these two as my healers. I think when you find something like when like that you feel happy about when you're younger, <laughs> it's so much easier. That's a really good point. Do it. You know yeah. what I did when I was younger? Yeah. I used to love to ride my bike. That's, like that's a a, you also have thing. like a bike rental right now. Yeah, so just like So the lesson is I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to do a little biking. I'm going to do a little boxing. And I'm going to make a real effort to try and go do GST. Because the one thing that I have done where I felt I definitely think my body could change over this. I was struggling and just kind of just frustrated and depressed because I'm like, this stuff isn't that complicated and why won't people pick up on it? And I know that it's the best, biggest, next thing to hit. So do I, Anna. So do I. So I want to thank Anna Ray for showing me a new way to move my body that doesn't cause me extreme angst. And thanks to Alan Clancy for giving me that very moving story about 
his illness. They told me if they operate one more time, I lose my leg. It was all crooked because I was doing this is how I, I walked. God, it's incredible. I'm the whole I'm a miracle. And also her partner, Stephanie Fatou, who was my teacher on both of the occasions that I came, and she's really wonderful. I thought I was going to go to graduate school and teach dance. Uh-huh. Um, and then I kind of, I met Anna, and I just, as I was doing it, I kind of, I wasn't so committed to that idea anymore. Yeah. And once again, thanks to my friends for all their incredible advice. Francis Callier. You know, the biggest thing I think we all do, you know, collectively, is laugh. Kirk Ward. If I get hooked by stress, I need to process it by, like, like going into a quiet room and being like, <laughs> My new mentors, Jules and Hudson Lear. I need something to do that's going to um, be fun. Hiking. Yeah, hiking. Hiking, okay. Also, um, but you have to be happy with it. Cause like, uh, yeah. And of course, my good friend, Dina Platias. Yeah, hi. Oh. Hi. Hi. Hey, how about if I talk like this? I think the whole time we should talk like this. You know what? You know, instead of vocal fry, most have... most people think that this is how my podcast is, and it's because I get so close to it that I do end up talking like this. You know, I just wanted to say that. And as always, thanks to the listeners. You guys are amazing. I went to a party the other night, and like five people came up and told me all the different healers that they were trying out. And I thought, oh, I should do a podcast where I get everybody together and they tell me what their results are. If you like this idea, please write me. Please share, rate on iTunes, and comment on iTunes if you can. It really helps the show. And thank you very much. My name is Nancy Hauer, and this is my number one. Whoa, 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 Miss Lippy. The part of the story I don't like is that the little boy gave up looking for happy after an hour. He didn't put posters up or anything. He just sat on the porch like a goon and waited. That little boy's got to think, you got a pet. You got a responsibility. If your dog is lost, you don't look for an hour and then call it quits. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. If you're having any troubles downloading the episodes, try deleting the show from your phone and then bringing it back in. See you next week.